Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 182 of a somewhat wet episode of the Chamber of Chance podcast. I'll explain that in a second. Not in a good way. Uh, my name is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com. Joining me this evening is Chance of the games of Chance.blogspot.com. Chance, is there water running into your house anywhere that it's not supposed to be right now? What does the good way mean, Chamberlain? <laughs> the good way is the water is where it's supposed to be, where the oh, water is not uh, where it's not oh, supposed oh, oh, to be. Oh, According that's what to my meant. research. That's what you meant. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, no, yes. no, all the water in my house is, is uh, in its proper place. Excellent. Alex of DailyCrackpot.blogspot.com, mm-hmm. in your apartment, is, is water... In its appropriate receptacles. Um, my water heater is gurgling periodically, ooh, like ooh. loud enough to where it wakes me up in the middle of the night. And I'm, I googled neat. that, and it's not a good thing. And I it's preparing you for an explosion. You're gonna have yeah. good sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. So we started recording about a half an hour late because as I sit down to begin work on prepping things, I hear water pouring into the unfinished portion of my basement, and then I see it pouring into the finished portion of my basement, and I realize, yes, once again, the drain tub for the washing machine has overflowed. So that was my half an hour getting used to this, getting ready for this, I mean. I am drinking as we speak, and will continue to do so. Okay, but uh, you, you did move the TV, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, there, there, there were no casualties this time. The only casualty was a very large painting a friend made for me years and years ago, got a little wet, mm. it was in storage. I think it's going to be okay. My ceiling tiles are wet, but they're the new kind of ceiling tiles that don't have cellulose, so they shouldn't brown. Um, I got the house fan running to kind of dry everything out, so I think we're going to be okay. I think you it's going to be you okay. Should, you should probably do something about that washer tub, though. Uh, I don't know what to do. It's just something falls into it, and it blocks the drain, and uh, that's it. Hmm. So, I don't There's know. There's got to be a solution for that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that good at house things, okay? <laughs> no, neither am I. I don't think our entire generation is. Um, but I want to talk about why I hate Kristen Bell. Whoa, okay. Wh- what? How? What? Okay, well, do How? You guys, don't you guys remember that whole conversation last week about Chance doesn't like Kristen Bell? Oh, and he well, but that was because of, of her and, affiliation and, with and, and, like, hey, don't, don't, don't throw this at Kristen Bell. Throw this at Rob Thomas. And, and he has a, he has a, t- I hate Kristen Bell and I have a terrible reason for hating Kristen Bell. It is a terrible I, reason. I acknowledge that it is a terrible reason for hating Kristen Bell. And I realized today that I have the same sort of dislike just, we're never going to be friends with Remnant from the Ashes. Because oh. this is the game. <laughs> this is the game that, you know, like six months, nine months before Darksiders 3 was even out. Gunfire Games is saying, hey guys, check out our next game that we're working on, Remnant from the Ashes. And I'm like, you know what I'd really rather have instead of Remnant from the Ashes? An awesome Darksiders 3. Well, we didn't get that. No, we sure as fuck didn't get that. And that will always, to me, be laid at the feet of Remnant from the Ashes. From the Ashes came from the burning pyre of what should have been Darksiders 3. Hmm. But, from what I can tell, this is going to make the the shooter Darksiders 4 fucking amazing. Okay, so, um... Fucking amazing. So you are playing this right now. Not right now. No, I'm playing Destiny 2. But I have been playing... I put, like... Mm, I got it. Okay, after a whole day of it being the number one seller on Steam, and the good, the 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 seven point five reviews saying yes, but I had a fucking blast playing it. Yeah, I got it. What more and, do you want? Yes, well, but it's yeah. forty dollars. It is a forty dollar okay. game. So you're okay. not gonna get an eight course meal. You are going to get a fine grilled cheese sandwich and some fries. That's fine. It That's is fine. fine. 
Who the this fuck is... orders grilled cheese at a restaurant? Does that actually happen in the States? Yeah, it does. Yeah, George Webb. George oh, Webb yeah. makes a and, like, fine sometimes there's, like, ham and bacon in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but this is, this is, this is, is that a... still a grilled cheese sandwich at that point? Oh, but it's, like, a charcuterie yeah, meats. It's a, cured meat, it's a cured meat sandwich with cheese now. Yeah, this is that. This is a, this is a cured meat panini grilled cheese. It is one thing and one thing only, and it's going to blow your fucking mind. This Sounds is like some of the most fun combat... <laughs> I've played all year, and that's pretty much all. There's there's some decent. Um, the the style of it looks pretty. It looks pretty cool to me. It's an incredible style. It's I gotta say, the people who went from Vigil to Gunfire are maybe my favorite animators in the business. I love how mm. fluid and all. It's everything is just comes just right up to the to the to the mark of being an animated like a Pixar animated feature. It just gets a little more realistic. Mm. I like it. I like it. It takes itself seriously, but not too seriously, and it's not afraid to have an imagination. And that's rare. Like, I think it's got a better imagination than Destiny does. Honestly. Now, if I go over to Kotaku here... Uh, Kotaku had it? some very nice things to say today. No, I'm sorry, Polygon did. Heather Alexandra today wrote, uh, headlined, Remnant from the Ashes is quickly becoming one of my favorite games of 2019. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. This is... Okay, I, I broke it down. This is their best Frankenstein experiment yet. It is. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, before okay. we get Let into the nitty gritty, what the fuck is Remnant from the Ashes? Remnant, Remnant from, the, from Ashes the Ashes is a third-person shooter, mm-hmm. kind of built on the Dark Souls formula of yes. exploration and really, really tough enemies, but here's the kicker. Everyone who plays it plays in a different procedurally generated world, and they face the enemies, the zones, and the bosses in a completely original order every time they play. That's stretching it. What? I don't think it is. No, it's it's not that there's not that much detail to it because again, forty bucks. But what they told me and what I seems to be true in case of like what I've seen, like how do I put this? I went through an entire level, which is basically like a fourth of the game, and ran into the end boss and found like an entire biome of enemies I had not seen before. Yeah, but you had just started playing. No, this is like twelve hours into the game. Oh shit! Okay. Oh shit! So they're they're hiding entire groups of enemies I've never seen mm-hmm. from me, and that's impressive. But what it is is again like Dark Souls movement and equipment and leveling with uh, Resident Evil's gun combat, and every once in a while, mm-hmm. surprise! It's Doom get Doom now. Run, bitch, run! <laughs> Isn't this fun? Yes, it is. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Resident Evil gun combat. So what that kind of suggests to me is that as you hit these guys in certain spots, you create staggers that you need. Mm-hmm. Okay, Go including on. bosses. Yeah, and the bosses are fucking great. I've okay. only played four major ones. Like, there's two smaller ones that are basically like there's heavy hitter enemies that become bosses with like t- four times as much health, and they're they're pretty fun. Okay, but it there's so much personnel. It, okay, it's it's Dark Souls combat with Destiny's enemies. In that, like, that you're gonna fight these enemies a lot, and the places you're gonna fight them in are gonna be really repetitive, but. It's Destiny's enemies, so like, you don't really care. I play the same areas over and over and over. It's so oh, much so the, fun. So it's the, so AI, fun. the yeah. AI is good, is what you mean? AI is good. AI okay. is vicious, and it's like sometimes the attacks are a little slower, a little faster. There's just like one kind of like mud dog, like shark thing that'll like dive underground. You can't shoot him, and he'll just pop right out in front of you. And every time, I swear, he gets a little bit different, and like he gets me. Like I know he's gonna come, and like my dodge is just a little bit too late. If I just paid a little bit more attention to it, I would have gotten out of the way. It never stops being interesting. That's just one biome of enemies, of which there are two in that world of four in the game. It's just got a lot of personality going for it. Fuck. 
Yeah. So it's you're saying a, that it's got a great you, score. Really you're nice. You're gonna live with this game for a while, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I. I. It's like Dark Souls in that I'm gonna stick with my starting loadout for the rest of the game because it's just that much fun. I am a coach gun toting cowboy cleric. It's it's a dark tower. It's dark tower. They know what they're doing. Um, it, it's fun. Like I, the the characters' faces just have just enough personality to it that I, I'm I, I'm digging my character's face just as a character. It's not like a Dark Souls thing where it's like a face like a mannequin. I can kind of put a decent hairdo on. It they made the right choice. I haven't played Dark Siders three, but this game needed everything I got. It really did. It's something special. Damn you, McCracken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, but but you, is but... it out on Switch, though, is the question. No, I, think no, I wouldn't play it on Switch. I'd play it on PS4. No, it's, you wouldn't. It's really the PS4 pretty. Play no, no it's, 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 it's style and graphics. Oh. It's style and graphics. It's got some gorgeous um, gloomy shadows. Uh-huh. Mm, like when you're backlit running towards like a door and your, your cowboy hat silhouette's lit up, I'm like, Damn. Like it's not a looker, but every once in a while there there's an effect or two that'll be like, this is no, nice. I don't nice need job. I don't need so much looker. I need style. I need good style. It's got all that for you, man. God damn it! Like <laughs> at first, it seems like well, this is another uh, vigil apocalypse. It's you know a city that's kind of run down. Okay, yeah, there's some rude enemies. They're kind of cool. There's some variety there, and then it's like, hey, guess what? How would you like to see three different fantasy uh, apocalypses? I'm like, yes, please. Have, have like twelve more hours of weird ass shit, and it's delicious. Like Fuck. Mm-hmm. There is a four armed character that is just the best animated four armed character I've ever seen. Like it is, he's just he's just awesome. Like he he holds his forearms like he's been living with him his entire life. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like every once in a while, there's some animation here that just makes you go, "This could have been a movie." Hmm. But also, it can't afford lip syncing. Like, the limp syncing that's in here is really rough. And after, like, ten hours, they're like, hey, guess what? Everyone's face is going to be covered from now on. Cool? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I believe New Vegas did a similar thing with their DLC. But I'm digging it, man. It's a lot of fun. It's really interesting. And everyone needs to give it a shot. Shit. Mm-hmm. You're spending Chance's money now, you realize. I am. A little bit. A little bit. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because I really, really, really like 222. I really do, in Overwatch. It sounded like a great idea. Yeah, well, okay. Now, now there's a bunch of reasons why, um, you know, okay, things are going to need to be adjusted again, because for the past year and a half, everything has been adjusted to make it okay when there's three tanks and make it okay when there's, you know, three DPS, three support, something like that. Um, And now, uh, things are kind of imbalanced. Uh, they Specifically, they made some minor fixes to Symmetra and Zarya. And what was happening was, uh, as you track a target with their beams, it looked at it over the course of like a second and said, okay, so for, for one second, uh, you touched it this many times. Just the calculation for how much damage they should receive was a little fucked. Mm-hmm. And they fixed it. And you see a Symmetra every fucking game now. Mm-hmm. Every fucking game. Sound like a problem though. She was like the most, like, le- the least used. For as long as I was playing. Yeah, but here's the problem. Overwatch is a game where you have to shoot at people. I'm aware. And Symmetra is a character who doesn't have to shoot at you. Wait, her little fucking turrets. Her little. 
Yeah, well, he's got his little knuckles, but he still has to aim his punches towards you. Mm-hmm. Winston has a giant Tesla cannon, but he has to at least be facing your fucking direction. Torbjorn and Symmetra are the characters who get play of the game while dead. Because their <laughs> turrets true. are on point. That's, That's fucking true. bullshit. I hate the characters. I hate them. <laughs> Symmetra's so, turrets, I've always felt OP to me. They they are, and I really dislike the new ones. I think they do a little too much damage. Anyway, and they're, they have too many hit points for how small their hitbox is. Moving on. Um, but they, they, they feel OP in a Dark Souls way where like, if I was paying more attention, I would have gotten out of this. Um, no, there's situations where you can just kind of stumble into, like, you, you, there will be turrets set up where you weren't expecting. That's the nature of the game. They, they should give you a chirp and give you time to react to it. Uh, I would love that. Yeah, yeah. If, if there was like a ding and, and just a half second before a Torb turret started hitting me, it would change my life. See, that's Absolutely. how every cheap that's shot. To rewind. That's how every cheap shot in um, Remnant works. There's always a t- like an audible tell. It's yeah. really helpful. I need that. Yeah. And um, so I did my I did my comp placements, and I landed pretty much exactly where I was on Tracer, on my DPS, and I played nothing but Tracer for my DPS. I think I switched to Feral once, and it was because uh, it was because they were just running Sim, and the Sim was running Roughshod over us. So I just, I just whipped out Farah and, and beat the heck out of the enemy team. We were fine. But in my, in my DPS placements, I went like three and two. It was okay. In my support placements, again, it was like three and two or two and three, something like that. It was okay. And I landed at the exact same spot, like 2650 with my support. So that's good. You know, comp or uh, platinum. My tank, I went five and oh with in placements. <laughs> Who are you using? Uh, mostly Arissa. Most, okay. Mostly Arissa and a little bit of, a little bit of Ryan, a little bit of uh, Winston. And uh, it put me just under diamond. <laughs> yeah, and and so I was like, well, okay, let's let's just try another game, I guess. And then I got to, I think it was twenty nine oh nine. I got within I got within ninety four points of being a diamond tank, and uh, and that would have been fucking awesome. But but then I just kind of stopped playing because then my brother finally got on and was able to play with me. And my tank is now so high that I can't play tank if I want to play with Chris. Well, there's there's a limit. There's a gap there that that's that right he within. Okay. That's right. And now for some reason he played one placement match as support, and now he can no longer play support with me. <laughs> Oops. Oh no, it was it was two placement matches. We lost both, um, and I did warn him. He's a terrible support. Uh, this your brother doesn't listen to you. No, he does. Sometimes. He does. You know, he re- he reads the blog and he fucking hates it when I write about it. <laughs> he hates it so much. It wouldn't surprise me if he listens to the podcast. He fucking no. I hear about it. I hear about it. He is not impressed. Yeah. He, has, he doesn't think he comes off very well. But <laughs> but uh, well, who does I'm not have to blame for that? nothing. <laughs> but uh, well, it's probably me. I'm telling the story. Of course, I'm telling yeah, it from well, my side. Yeah. I, I play with your brother. I can see where your frustration. Comes. Okay, let's not let's not gang up on my brother. He's not here to defend himself. He's a good well, guy. Well, get him he's here. Perfectly nice no. guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Anyway, he can host. Go anyway, host. Let's do that. so so he lost two uh, support games, which I was, and he could no longer play support, which I was frankly fine with. Um, because there was there was one example I can think of is where we're losing a team fight, and I'm you know I'm I'm scrolling through my teammates um, as I'm waiting to respawn, and I see what he's doing, and I say, Chris. We don't need you to solo that Reinhardt on Moira. We need you to heal us. We're dying. And, and he would like he was just fucking fucking crazy. But we were able to play a lot of games with him on um, 
uh, with him on tank and me on uh, me on DPS, and he's still sticking with Diva, and Diva's kind of underpowered right now, to be honest. Uh, there's a lot of other tanks that are just much more powerful, and he's not playing his best tank. I think he does a better job when he was Winston lately. But we had some real fucking good games, and it is it's just a fucking great Diva. Yeah, I mean, it is really cool to be in the middle of a team fight, take out both of the enemy supports, and know that that's it. I don't have to deal with any more supports. Or same thing with DPS. I've, I've taken out both DPS. There's not much else that can one-shot me now. Like, that's a big consideration. And you always have two supports, in quotation marks, on your team. But again, one of them could be playing Moira and playing her like that and mm-hmm. not not doing very well. I had some incredible uh, Zenyatta games. I played a ton of Zenyatta for my support placements and just like clicking heads and getting plays of the game. I got a Reinhardt play of the game. I've had tons of fun with this 222. Is 222 only in comp now or is it filtered down to quick play? It is still only in comp. It really pisses me off. Um as far as I'm concerned, okay, I think the reason they're doing this it this way is kind of for the culture shock aspect of it is they don't want to force it into quick play. They want to give people two weeks of their old fashioned quick play and here's this 222 if you want to try it thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like we are taking, everyone is taking this two weeks seriously. We're really excited about it. And, uh, and we'd like to be able to practice kind of the kind of the spirit of it in quick play before we go into comp for these placements. And these placements, obviously in my case, were hugely important where those wins almost put me to diamond. And people are reporting that after they're done their placements, they would get huge swings of like 60 SR, 50 SR up or down as they continue to win or lose games. It was really pushing you. Um, in one direction or another based on your wins and losses. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking digging it. And last night I just basically had to force myself not to play it and, and work a little bit on clip shows. Like it was, the, the draw was hard. I wanted to get it in there and quick and keep playing. Yeah, that's some blizzard magic right there. Yeah. And they, what's, what kind of sucks is it hasn't been abundantly clear whether or not your rating in this thing will matter next month. Blizzard has kind of suggested that it won't, but they haven't really explicitly confirmed. So no, if you ask on the forums, no one fucking answers. Mm. You, you get an answer from a Blizzard MVP, which is just a normal forum person like you. The Blizzard has said, this person's helpful. They're good at quoting us. <laughs> and this person will come in and quote that kind of unclear statement of Blizzard's and reiterate that we think this is what that means, but we're not really sure and they haven't told us. So it's really shitty in that respect. Mm. Yeah. So, um, are they the gonna get rid of just like free to play or free to play, like just free for all in totality, or is there gonna be like an extra mode you can go back oh. to? Uh, the plan on arcade, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The plan is for classic quick play will be a permanent arcade mode now. Okay, good. That's now, I am terrified that that means that Mystery Heroes will no longer be uh, oh, no. reliably in the arcade because I fucking Mis- love Mystery, Mystery Heroes. Is pretty good. I love Mystery Heroes, and everyone does, and it has it has a very large following. But Blizzard are also aware that the largest population of the game plays quick play. Most people who play Overwatch do not play comp; they play quick play. And maybe this is so because they're kind of worried about losing that. But either way, I'm I'm you know I'm just worried that I don't want to I don't want to lose my Mystery Heroes. But I want it to come to quick play. I want it to be there like ASAP. Because I really like, I like queuing up as a tank and knowing I have two healers. It's cool. I had some sick fucking tank games with some Anna's. It's amazing. I played Anna in comp and won. <laughs> I played Anna. That's fucking... the headline. That's the title for this today's episode. Yeah. It's, yeah. I played she's, Anna in comp. How's her maneuverability? She doesn't have like a grappling Zero. or anything, right? Yeah. 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 She has none. She's 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 less maneuverable than Sigma. Oof. 
Yeah, who can fly during his ult. Well, that's all he's got. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just a, a, well, he's just a bunch of uh, pecs. Sigma? <laughs> yeah. No one call him that. He's like, thinking, all, he's like all arm and pecs. Well, he's, he's all upper body with those dangly legs. I'll give him that's that. That's true. But, but he's got those giant, like, shoulder things. Yeah. He's got the big shoulder armor stuff going on. I think it makes him look bigger than he is. I don't really think... I think he's that a, fits the character. I, I think he's a slight man. Hiding under technology. That's right. Technology. Mm. Uh, Chamberlain, what have you been playing? A lot of stuff. Well, I, I finished A Plague Tale. Okay. And ending, my ending reaction to it was, that was a good time. But... When you have a game that is reliant entirely on its narrative for entertainment, mm-hmm. where the gameplay is there just because it's a game and you need to push buttons, which has worked in the past, like uh, Telltale's Walking Dead Season 1, that game is its narrative, right? It's, it's yeah, The game would, is its I w- story. I would define it as an adventure game, but continue. It's an adventure game, but, I mean, your button presses are rudimentary. You're barely playing anything. Well, point and You're click. making some choices, but yeah. 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 It's point and click. Basically. So, I mean, and a Plague Tale is very similar. There is combat in there. It's okay. But the game is about its story. And when the story is clicking along, like it did for the first two acts, you're great. And But when it stumbles, mm-hmm. you're like, wait, why am I still playing this? So there's a... The, the, the break between the second and third act is just bad. Because things happen for no reason than they happened and there's a dream sequence where you're not sure if it's real or a dream and you're pretty much decided it's a dream but wait no it was real and you're not clear of what's going on but finally i mean it, it pulls its act together by the last two hours okay and in the last two hours it pulls this wonderful switch of mechanics where for the first you know I mean, nine you, tenths you of the, the game rats, don't you yes you do yeah <laughs> That's that's the Half Life right? Half Life Two. Yeah. Right there. Well, I mean, it's 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 very very obvious that Hugo, the little kid that you're guarding, mm-hmm. his his um the macula it's called his blood disease is tied to the rats. It's obvious that it's tied to the rats, and eventually he understands that he can control the rats. Okay. So you go from avoiding the rats to using the rats, mm-hmm. which is fun. Mm-hmm. Because suddenly they're no longer your enemy, you're ammo. you're not even ammo. You just will mark. You'll mark somebody, and they'll go and eat them up. Mm-hmm. Or if they're holding a if they're holding like a lantern, you have to knock the the lantern down with your sling, and then point the rats at them, and they'll eat them up. And it, it's it's kind of cathartic because you're these two kids. I mean, Hugo is five, and Amicia looks like she's like fourteen or fifteen, and you get you're getting chased by these giant hulking Inquisition guys in armor, and you just send up feeding the rats, and it feels really good. I will say that it conjures up a very, very interesting final boss encounter. So, the pro- the antagonist is is not the rats; it's the it's the Inquisition, and mainly it is the High Inquisitor, who through evil machinations gets a hold of Hugo and gets some of Hugo's blood, so he can share in the power over the rats. But he doesn't control the normal rats; he controls his own rats. So you've got Hugo's rats, so which got, are all the black got, normal you've rats. You've got a rat on rat fight. And then there's white rats. You do. Yes, and there's the white rats, okay. the white hairless rats. And the white hairless rats, he's fed entirely on the blood of innocence. Like, literally, he, he kills an entire church full of people and feeds the rats with it. Mm. But that's not important. Um, so the final encounter is, you've got 
the High Inquisitor on one side with a tornado of white rats, and Hugo on the other side with a tornado of black rats, and Amicia in between trying to run interference to distract things so they can actually fight each other, and it actually worked out really well. Visually, it was very, very was cool. Was the achievement named Tetsuo? No, that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> Tetsuo Kaneda! No, um, no. I... And then then it ends, and it's a very abrupt ending, and there's a little bit of a, t- a tail on the end, but it we was fun. It's a title card. We ran out of money. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's it's. it's I mean, I I thought they were gonna like, do me completely wrong. Like you beat the last guy, and there's a a tight shot of Hugo's face with kind of an angry look on him, and then it's credits. I'm like, really? That's what you get? But there's like another five minute postlude, um, where yes, the village has been saved, but everybody is fucking scared of Hugo. Mm-hmm. Well, why is that? Is it the rat? Oh, it's the rats, huh? Mm-hmm. It's the plague of rats that surround me that I control, right? Well, he, they went away with black oh. rats. Oh, he, well, he might... sent the rats away. I mean, like, like there's a celebration happening because it's been like it's been like several weeks without rats, <laughs> but nobody wants to look at. You I mean people in your party left after this because they were scared of Hugo, Pied which Piper makes sense. Origins. So, it was fun. It was it was a good time. But the problem is, I finished that and I realized I've got nothing queued up. Okay. So I've got like find something to fill my time. I tried well, I, Wolfenstein. I hmm? Well, j- I'm just putting this out there. It's not a Dark Souls game in that you lose stuff when you die. <sighs> well, you keep all your stuff. Even if even if you especially if you get rolled into a boss you can't beat, you can just re-roll the campaign and keep all your stuff. <laughs> we'll see. It is only 40 yeah. bucks. <laughs> and I forgot I forgot to tell you the the part where I realized this might be something great. It's a boss named Rom. And when he comes at you, he's in the middle of, you know, like a doomish area. There's a lot of tight corners, lots of stairs. And he's like a butcher-looking dude. He's got long fingernails. He's got these wavy, you know, bloody reaction. Like, okay, he's going to come at me. I'm going to have to back up and shoot him in the face. And for about the first fourth of his health, that's how it goes. And then he becomes a piece of shit coward and runs away and hides behind his ankle biters. <clears throat> and when he comes back at you, he's going to make sure his ankle biters get to you first. A third of these guys explode in radiation clouds, and when he swipes at you, that swipe's going to take away half your health. He's going to blow them up, too, and not take any damage, and you take all of it. So he's... It becomes a huge fucking problem, but also a really good puzzle in that every time I focus and just pay attention and, you know, kite the ankle biters into a nice place, you, you get a little bit closer each time. And you can beat... When I beat him, I beat him in five minutes. It's a great fucking boss. And it's a good fucking game. I believe you. I believe you're having a good time with it. <laughs> so much fun. Oh, man, like, the, the weapon mods work like Overwatch. Uh, there are not weapon mods in Overwatch, but go on. Like, the, 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 the weapon mods are supers that work like Overwatch. Okay, so you charge them by doing damage. Mm-hmm, and I'm a okay. cleric, so I get double um double magic charge when I hit him in the head. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really okay. cool. Sometimes it's a healing ore, sometimes it's a, a, a decoy grenade, sometimes it's an actual grenade, sometimes it's fire ammo. Well, yeah, it's, 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 each weapon has one, right? Yeah, well, you can switch them off on different weapons unless mm-hmm. it's a boss weapon, and it gets its own thing. Hmm. Good, good, good game. Fuck. Okay, so you're looking for so, something yeah, else to play after. Yeah, after, after Plague Tale, I've, I've chewed through, not finished, but I've chewed through like five different games. And some of them are really good, and some of them are like, what the hell am I doing with myself? Okay. Uh, first one was Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. Not Youngblood, that people, when people are talking about, Cyberpilot, the, the VR, VR one. Yeah. yeah. I will and the, play the, the Youngblood when it's cheaper. Uh, I don't think Youngblood's actually been shipped. It's on the way, so I'll get to play that soon. Um, Cyberpilot's whole thing is that you are piloting captured Nazi robots 
which yeah, maybe, you know, and you start off with the big wolf thing, yeah. but it's VR, so it made me physically ill after like an hour and a half. I couldn't play it any longer. And Can we get so, Sony brand Dramamine soon? Oh, uh, maybe. Did, did it it's, feel cool while you were playing it? Not really, because the movement was so limited. I was the, the, your first one you play as is the wolf, the fire breathing wolf thing. Or yeah. I don't know what it was called, and and because you've got like that snap look where you move your right stick and it snaps you like twenty five degrees to the side Ugh. and you look around. It just it, it felt very constricted. Like I, I could never get him lined up with the hallway I was walking down. So yeah. I like walk away, snap, walk away, snap, and. It just, the movement felt very constricted, but if the movement had been any more dynamic, I would have vomited sooner. Mm. So I, I just, I don't have the head or stomach for VR. And on top of that, it just wasn't a very good game. So play that for like an hour. I'm like, that's, that's enough of that. I don't feel well. I'm not having a good time. We're done with it. And I realized that I'm paying for Game Pass Ultimate. I probably should make a pass through Game Pass and, you know, at least chew on some of the indies that are in there that I wouldn't ever buy normally. So I started with a kind of indie action RPG called Smoke and Sacrifice that I found out after putting about half an hour, 45 minutes into it, is all about picking shit up off the ground and building new things. That's all it is. It's all fetch quests and crafting. Every mission is craft something. That's all it is. On top of that, the combat is very kind of mushy. The control was kind of slow. Visually, it's kind of interesting, but your weapons that you craft break quickly, a la Breath of the Wild, forcing you to constantly be picking up more stuff to make more weapons. So I just, I could not, I could not get into it. I could not stomach it. Um, the only thing I had going for it was it looked better than most indies do. It had nice high-res sprites to it. Some of the effects were decent. but I it just, love some good sprites. Yeah, I mean, the, the sprites were decent looking, but their enemy, enemy variety was almost nothing. There's like two or three different things. And it also had a complete lack of checkpoints. On but a scale finally, to one to sweep it into, how are these sprites? Um, maybe a six or seven. Oh, no, gross. They're not great. I mean, I mean that's it, like a PlayStation game. No, I don't know. I'm still going two. I'm sorry. Uh, then we're closer to like eight or nine. They actually, oh, okay, they actually look pretty okay. good. Uh, what what broke it for me was there's there's no there's no checkpoints, no auto saving. It's you save at these little monitors in the wilderness, and it said go out and fight this guy to get this piece of his skull, so you can you know build the next thing that you need. And they think one shot at me. I yeah. just didn't want to walk back to it. I'm like, no, that's enough. That's enough. So I went back to the list and I found Old Man's Journey, which is a 2D, very light puzzler that tells a heartbreaking story of an old man making a trip to see his dying wife. Oh, jeez. It, it, it's basically up in reverse, but you don't know that the wife is dying until you get there and she dies. Oh, Cool. Um, it, it does a very good job of telling a story through just stills and, and, and just through the visuals. The whole, the way the puzzles work is you're just moving parts of the background up and down to make a path for the old man to walk. And that's the whole, that's, that's it for the puzzles. Just shifting things. Occasionally you've got some sheep that you have to move around so you can get up and down things or things like that. But the puzzles are not difficult. The point is just kind of the journey, getting from one place to another. You arrive at a new place, you see another portion of his memory. So it begins as this old man all by himself in his like house that it looks like he built by himself on a cliff edge. And a guy rides up on a bike, hands him a letter. Old man reads the letter, sighs, puts on a backpack and a cane, and starts walking. And as you get to each new location, you see just a scene from his past. 
So it goes through meeting his wife, courting his wife, marrying his wife, having a daughter. Guy leaving, because he's kind of an explorer, leaving his family, is gone exploring for quite a while, years. Misses his family, comes back to the family household. Family household is is deserted and like torn down. He doesn't know where they went. So basically, in his absence, his wife moved on. Uh-huh. Goes and builds a house. And then wife is sick, gets a letter. The journey is going through his past to reconcile with that. Gets to see his wife, gets there just in time for her to die, but reconciles with his daughter and kind of pseudo-happy ending. Uh, it takes like an hour and a half to go through. Don't pay any money for this, but if it's ever free, it's worth. It's definitely worth experiencing. Is it? Because it sounds really. It's got a fairly happy ending with him re- with his with him reconciling with it's his a decent, daughter. Like a resolution more than a happy ending. Yeah. Which is more than a lot of games do. If I'm being honest. No, it it, it it tells a story with no text and through a couple of stills, and it has moderately amusing puzzles in there. That's good. So yeah. Don't pay for it, but if it's ever like, hey, this is free, it's worth playing. I don't mind games that are a full experience in an hour and a half. You prefer them. I do, actually. So then I'm like, okay, I need to play some games that Chance has mentioned to me in the past, either good or bad. Okay. And I remember, gosh, probably a year or two ago, you played some of the Banner Saga. I did. And you said, it's good, but you won't like this. That's true. Well, let's, let's see if he's right. So I downloaded the Banner Saga, and I love the world. Mm-hmm. The gods are dead, yep. and there's this uneasy alliance between the giants and the humans. But and there's this third party like beastie guys that they've been fighting. Right, those wars are done. The giants and humans are kind of kind of at a truce, but there's still fighting going on. And in in the first scene, the giants show up and break up a coup attempt, and that's good. The visuals are interesting. But beautiful. I thought it was just beautiful presentation yeah. across the board. Yeah. Part of that beautiful presentation gets in the way because when you're, yeah. it's a grid based combat game and you cannot rotate the battlefield. Yeah. And the giants are really fucking big. Yeah. That drove me crazy. So you cannot see what's going on behind them when you're trying to move things around. Secondly, I played it for a couple of missions. I still don't understand how the combat works. Yeah. It, I have no idea. It, uh, it incentivizes you to not kill enemies, basically. Yeah, going to that after Destiny, Destiny Two, um, Divinity Two, and just the full 3D zoom in and out wherever you want to look at that would drive me insane. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's it's fucking great. I mean, the, the idea of as your hit points decrease, the amount of damage you can do decreases. Yes, is so counterintuitive. And, well, that's civilization, right incredibly there. Incredibly interesting, but that, yeah. that's, that's it, it yeah, is. Yeah, that's the way civs always work. Yeah, but it, it's interesting, but you end up like like. A guy gets weak and you want to pull him out of battle. Yeah. So I, I got, I, I played like two or three battles and then, I, and then I, I got to one I just got fucking rocked. Yeah. And that was it. I didn't want to do it anymore. I got a good And it's way, a shame. I got a good ways through it. And the story was and, and there's three of them. Mm-hmm. They made a trilogy out of this. Oh. It's good, but it's hard fucking core, man. Yeah, yeah, and it's just not what I'm in the mood for, free or not. Yeah. So finally, I'm, I'm finishing going through my list of, of all these indies on Game Pass. I'm like, oh, Momodora, ah. Reverie Under the Moonlight. Ah. A little yellow, different. Little pixel art Metroidvania mm-hmm. that is charming as all fucking get out. <laughs> She's so cute. Everything's so cute. It is. The, it, it, it's, the bad it's guys solid, are cute. 
They were, everybody's cute. Yeah. Um, I, I, I played it for, I played it for a good two and a half hours last night just because, I mean, it controlled well. Visually, it's really not that impressive, but, no, but, but it's, it, it's just it a gets, Metroidvania. It gets it across and it's, it does. It's, it's a charming presentation and the, the slap of the leaf feels good. It does, but the, do you ever get any other weapons? No. No, you See, get, you get, you get little, you get little like yeah. magic abilities, and I think some of those do, like, they have a huge impact, obviously. It's a Metroidvania. They do. There's, there's active and there's passive abilities, but you can only have like three active and two passive equipped at a time. Yeah, you, you got, you got your bow and you got your leaf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the active ones are actually potions that have a specific number of uses. Yes, but un- until. But those get recharged when you find a save point. Yes, kind of, and to me, that's kind of soulsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not that, I mean, I was surprised by how how hard a lot of the enemies hit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all pretty cute. And I get to the first like centipede boss where there's a yeah. like, girl head and, yeah. and he hits me. And I'm like, holy fuck, he took off half my life with one hit. Yeah. But it was not that it's hard. You just have to be careful. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's it's a very classic feeling. Yeah. yeah. So I'm enjoying that. That I will finish. That I will play all the way through and have a good time with. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real, uh, it's a Toll House cookie of a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it also doesn't feel very big. Them. Thank you, Chance. Thank you for reminding me. No trouble. I've, I've been making Pillsbury cookies every weekend lately. It's, it's been nice. nice. A lot of chocolate chip pancakes too. Hey. There's it doesn't feel a like a very time. big game, though. No, it's it, not. It feels, yeah, it feels it's like not. it's going to take me like two or three more nights. I'll be done with it. Yeah, and and when you get to the end, it'll say, "You know, if you want the true ending, you can go. You can go try for it, and here's what you need." And nah. no, <laughs> no, just go get the bad ending. It's I also fine. noticed that that I I checked the achievement list. And every single achievement is super rare because it doesn't even give you one for finishing the game. That's weird. You have to do all these crazy things like get the true ending or yeah. beat it without getting hit or you no know, dying to get like any achievements. Yeah. So they're all like one or two percent achievements. <laughs> Not that I care about that kind of thing, no. but it's <laughs> Greg Miller would be scandalized. <laughs> I miss up at noon. He was funny. Greg Miller is still quite active. Yeah, but I he found some rough company, if you know what I mean. Um, I, mean, I know he's gone, but eh. was it? Yeah, yeah. Like he got like a super Republican guy on his team or something. A uh, super Nazi guy on his team. Oh my god! Ooh. He would never use those words, but he's he's being coached by the right. He he's using words someone who wasn't being coached by neo Nazis wouldn't say. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, no, I, th- I thought you had something else you wanted to talk about. There's like a movie you saw that you yes. wanted to mention. Yes, okay. So just in movie news. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the Spider-Man at Disney and Sony and that thing. Man, this oh, is, yeah. this is, if you love studio politics, this is a bloodbath. I don't, I don't. I don't give a shit about studio <laughs> politics. But, but the gist of this was basically, or, or Disney said they basically wanted uh, 50% of all profits from anything Spider-Man related going forward. When they were getting like what three five in, in, in exchange for covering half the production costs of the next movie, they cover Ooh. half the okay. Well, yeah, what about advertisement? Like whatever. Like, That's what they mean. Whatever, whatever the deal was, it was not a good deal. It was, it was a, it was a pretty bad deal for Sony that Disney came back to them with, and the people who looked at the deal, from what I've read, say that. And Sony is like, well, no, we're not doing that. Like you know, Sony is is one of the very few other. Um, other studio, other major studios that are not Disney. Disney owns so much, so much. And it's true. Yeah. And, and no, Sony really does need to hang on to that. And, um, and then I feel that Disney leaked it 
so that everyone Absolutely. would that everyone would turn around and pressure Sony publicly. Oh, because man, there's an army of teenagers that are going to rip to- Sony to shreds. Yes, and my my favorite one of that was it was just two stills from the third Star Wars prequel, yeah. and it's it's Anakin and, and Obi Wan at the very end when Anakin's like all red in the face and he's been crying, and he goes, "You've turned them all against me," says the caption. <laughs> Yeah. Sony, and then uh, and then Obi Wan goes, "You've done that yourself," and he's of course Disney. <laughs> well, but you you kind of need to be on Sony's side with this one, kind of. But also, I I am get, I am ethically Tom Holland's on Tom's out of work, and I'm furious. I am ethically on Tony's on Sony's no, 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 no. side. I don't think they're Tom, still going to make Spider Man movies. Yeah, Tom Holland that. is signed on for several more. That's right. That's right. I We're, saw Venom. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> no, it was not a good movie. Venom Tom Hardy fine. was sleepwalking with a terrible accent. God I damn it, it was terrible. I don't think he was. I thought he was trying to do something different with the character. Tom, Tom Hardy doesn't phone shit in. Screw you. Oh, he absolutely does. He does not. I disagree. Oh, I disagree. I, th- I think that was a very conscious choice. That was different from any other character I've ever seen Tom Hardy His do. Boston accent is garbage. You don't think he was doing that? No. no. Have you been to Boston? No. I've been to Boston. I've been to Boston. My sister went to school in Boston. I spent a little bit of time up there. Like, I've not- seen Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I've seen The Departed. I'm steeped in. How Boston. about them apples? That's right. That's right. That's right. But uh, uh, Venom. I did not like that movie. Uh, there was, there, was, just there was two good fight scenes, and that jump scare with the eyes was good. But I'm. Yeah. I loved the relationship between him and the and the. Symbiote. It wasn't bad. It was. It was good. It was good. It but was. The, what but the voice was kind of a little too much for me. I didn't mind. Anyway, yeah. anyway, like a turd in the wind. Yeah, that I was mean, funny. No, that, yeah, I was. Yeah. I saw that. I knew that was coming, and I still laughed. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, anyway. So, anyway, yeah. what we all want, what everyone wants, is for this Spider-Man to continue being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And for Sony to continue its own independent shit, like I want to see, I want to see the 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 Spidey Mar the Spidey Venom movie. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I, I want don't Spider want Verse the Spidey two. Venom movie. I, if if Tom Holland's gonna have to do Sony movies now, I want him to get introduced in the next uh, Spider Verse. I probably will. Or that would be uh, Miles and him team up. That would be that would be okay. And only but, if if Phil Miller. The Lord Miller do it, but or I at think, least write the script. I think the point I made over email earlier today is a sound point that whatever gets us action in a Spider-Man movie that's on par with the second Sam Raimi movie, I'll yeah. do, I'm, I'm thrilled with. And frankly, nothing MCU has done in like the past six films in the MCU have I gone and said, wow, those were some amazing action sequences. Yeah, but you know what the MCU has done that Sam Raimi did all the time was look at a performance like that from Tobey Maguire and go, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> The MCU has never done that. MCU wants more. Okay, you think to- you think Tobey Maguire was was slept slept walk through half of those movies? Yes, he did. I th- I thought it was terrible. I really do. In comparison to what Tom, uh, even compared to what Andrew Garfield brought to it, um, I thought no. Andrew was, Garfield. He felt like Andrew- a thirty year old acting like a twenty year old, and I hated it. That's I what I, I that's what I felt. First of all, that's what I felt Andrew Garfield felt like. Second, Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker was a really cool guy, and that's not who the fuck Peter Parker is in any. Uh, that direction. wasn't his fault. That was the writing. I and I care. thought like he actually had a de- he could land laugh lines that Tobey Maguire couldn't. Either way, I feel it's time we had an American Spider-Man. <sighs> Tobey Maguire is not American? Yeah. Is he Canadian? The guy playing Miles is American. Is yeah, there, but there were two. There were two English Spider-Man. I guess. Yeah, there were two English yeah. Spider-Man. Is my point. Anyway, yeah. no, the movie I saw mm-hmm. was the Mummy with Tom Cruise. 
yourself? Now, this was Universal's attempt to uh, to reboot to, to boot what it can <laughs> to boot, what, yeah. it, what it termed the dark universe. And this movie actually starts with like a whole like dark universe plaque as if it were a Marvel film. Oh, like it's, it's so cute. It's really it's really trying wow. for it. It's so sad. And okay, now I have I have brought up a movie in the past called Night, as in like you know Night of the Round Table. N- Night and Day is the name of the movie. Oh with, yeah, um, that wasn't bad. Tom Cruise, Charlize and Cameron Theron. Diaz. Yeah, with sorry, Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise. And I really I've, good I've, soundtrack. And I've said, you know what? Like you go into this movie going, I don't want to see a fucking Tom Cruise movie, and it just kind of wins you over. It's a yeah, it's, fun it's movie. Bad. It clips along. The, the 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 plotting is actually quite good. The action is fun. Um, the bull bull run scene was good. That's right, and I'm here to tell you, boys, mm. that Mummy movie was not bad. Really, it was fun. Like, do you remember the Mummy with Brendan Fraser? Like that sense of adventure. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that. It cool. felt. It was fun. Okay, now the Mummy herself. Remember the girl with blades on her legs in Kingsman? That's her. That's the mummy. Okay, okay that's the mummy. Okay, she's okay, really cool. Okay, okay. She's really cool, and she's like I have a little crush on her. Okay, that's right. Okay, she's okay. she's she's like a really she's a real mean badass motherfucker in life in this movie. And Is then she, she gets yes, and then I don't know who the act the actor yeah. is Egyptian, but <laughs> then she, she but because of all the bad shit she does in life, she gets mummified in this certain horrible way, and uh, and and she had made a pact with the with the god Set, the god of death, way back when. And as far as Set's concerned, deal still on. <laughs> 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 and like, and so the, does the, does Tom Cruise save the world by running? Uh, yes. Uh, and does Russell Crowe chew up all the scenery? He does a fantastic job. I don't mind that. Russell Crowe heads the agency that Tom Cruise is introduced to that yeah, has dedicated high, right? itself to you know, fighting evil across the world. Yes, he is Doctor Jekyll, and he's here to help. <laughs> so, like, does he uh, does he hide out? He does. He does. There is, there is a point where he hides out. And, um, okay. now, so the worst part of this movie is the fact that Tom Cruise is in it. And it's so distracting that it's him. And it's so distracting <laughs> that he takes off his shirt. And wow, it's a 50 year old with a six pack. That's amazing. But like, it's, it, it is distracting. It is distracting. I'll, I'll watch, um, uh, what was that movie? Not Day After Tomorrow. Fuck. Um, um end of You know tomorrow. what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, uh, end of, uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, end, yeah, end yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually that a good. Movie, he was oh, sci-fi really good in it. Yeah, yeah. Edge of he Tomorrow. A, yeah, Edge of, Edge tomorrow. of tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that worked because the guy we were introduced to at the beginning of the movie was a prick. Was yeah. Tom Cruise? And Tom Cruise yeah. never plays a dynamic character, and it was fun to see him be a believable coward for like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. That I think that's actually that and Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Blunt. She's always yeah, cool. Yeah, you can't have a problem she, with Emily Blunt. Man, maybe she could have been Captain Marvel. I don't know. Hmm. Could have been good. I mean, not that. Brie Larson was bad. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so yeah, what, what holds this movie back is just the fact that Tom Cruise is in it. Um, I think it would have done better with a less known actor in that role. Um, but, but just like Night and Day. I think the Chris's were busy. Yeah. Just like Night and Day. Uh, this is, this is a fun show. I personally fucking hate Tom Cruise and I'm telling you, The Mummy is actually worth watching. That's fun. Don't never, never forget. Um, uh, oh crap. What's her name from, um, Dawson's Creek? Uh, Katie Holmes had to escape him with her children. Mm-hmm. You, don't you don't have to. Es- you, you don't have to escape good people. You don't need to give me reasons to dislike Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Okay, I'm, I'm just going to give one other point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a it, the movie does a great job of setting shit up early that pays off big later on, and doing really creative stuff with its actions and the and the results of its plotting, where it just kind of like lines up all these all these things and then hits it, and you see what's about to happen, and it goes, "Oh, this is so fucking cool." So I'm just going to give you one example. Mm-hmm. So uh, the mummy has been transported to Great Britain, and there's some shit going down in London. But the mummy has escaped, has escaped captivity, and they thought they had control. They didn't have control. They didn't understand what they were dealing with. And uh, First the King Kong now this. and the mummy <laughs> and she uh, she does some kind of incantation and calls upon the sands of Egypt. She's in the middle of London. <laughs> and so, what the fuck is that going to mean? So she takes a deep, deep breath and screams. And all throughout London, in a massive shockwave, every window shatters. What are That's we, the glass. What's glass made of? Oh, okay. And it was incredible. It was incredible. It felt cool, man. And, and it burns me to say that about a Tom Cruise movie. But I want you to know that I wouldn't say that if it wouldn't actually. There's something about a mummy ruining London that just thematically works. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. You're right. You're right. The curse, yeah. That's no, it's just like they fucking deserve it. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you know, they were they were um, what was it called? Uh, colonizers. Yeah, colonizers. In a good, way, yeah. well, no, no, robbers. no, literally, they just took stuff and left. That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Egypt wants it back. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why do they want that? <laughs> Why would they want these priceless treasures back? <laughs> it's only our history, yeah. our dead ancestors. We don't need that. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Oh yeah, that sh- is that shit still in British museums? Like King Tut and everything. Absolutely. Yes, it is. That's Greece really also has. Yeah, it's really fucked up. That is fucked up. Yeah, they like to give a shit about you know the Trail of Tears, and rightly so. But you're not giving up um the stuff from the what is it called Library of oh, what is it Oxford University or something? Oh no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're, no, they're gonna keep it. <coughs> they're like, come and take it. <laughs> okay, so headlines. Headlines. Headlines in Overwatch news. Um, my favorite Sigma skin is actually the Hannibal Lecter one. Is he? I haven't seen that one. Is it actually like straight jacket with a thing on his face? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's got the mask yeah, on his face nice. and everything, and you know, there's a bunch okay. of blizzard bells and whistles popping out. Those little yeah, Chianti yeah. caddy. But yeah, like I'm sorry. <laughs> Chianti. Yeah, it it like I, and I know there was that. I don't know if it was actual. I don't know if it was actual um, controversy about the mental illness thing with Sigma. A little bit, a little bit. But either way. It, 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 it works. It, 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 I, it entertains works. me. I like it. I'm sorry. And I Does he have a nightstick? N- no. Aw. He, he's a... Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Best scene. <sighs> yeah. Uh, if you feel like you've been seeing the same maps over and over lately, you might be. As part of the changes for 222, the matchmaker no longer considers recently played maps when putting teams together to reduce queue times. And this has been the case since season, season 17, apparently. That's a good idea. Yeah, fucking hate Anubis. I don't need to see that ever again. Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah. Uh, a new patch went up on PTR just today with a bunch of balance adjustments for those pesky beam heroes, thank God. Uh, Bastion Self-Repair no longer uses a meter when he's at full health. I guess it never should have. And he'll now have a quarter-second cooldown between repairing and shooting, which is good, because Bastions who can thread back and forth are frustrating shit. Uh, Sim's primary fire beam has been... The width of the beam has been halved. From 0.3 meters to 0.15, beam DPS has been lowered from 195 and max to 180. Uh, Zarya's beam also will now always be 1.5 meters wide instead of scaling from 1 up to 2, and the max DPS has been reduced from 190 to 170. Um, 
I wonder if that'll be enough, but I think the difference in beam width is going to be enough to separate the men from the boys. Okay. And I think that that at higher levels these can these these characters will continue to perform really really well. And at lower levels, if you don't have that perfect hit scan aim, you're not going to be able to do shit with them. Uh, Sigma's primary fire will do five less area of effect damage per explosion for 110 total damage on a direct hit. His grabatic flux cast time has been increased from 0.4 seconds to 0.6. That is fucking awesome. Um, lately you see a lot of people getting out of what appears to be the area of effect and getting pulled up anyway. I don't know if that's due to this or something, but I hope that kind of addresses it. And that's actually it for Overwatch news. Uh, the Dying Light 2 gameplay demo that wanted all kinds of awards at E3 this year will finally be shown to the public on August 26th. Oh, please. That's next year though, isn't it? Uh, the movie, the, the game, game comes out next year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, they can take however long they need. There is something coming out like next week though. Control. Control is in like a f- couple days. Yeah, Man, it's pretty soon. Pretty soon. Borderlands yeah. Three is in less than a month. Holy shit! Yeah, the next, like the next, uh, next remedy game, man. Like five days. Uh, the lead producer of Dragon Age Four has left Bioware. Alex. Yeah, this is guys. This is it. Yeah, it's not it yet. It's, I mean, it's it when EA says it's it. But I, I'm starting to agree with you. <laughs> I mean, like people were saying that, like when the when one of the producers left Bungie, or not Bungie, um. 343, whoever's working on Halo, the next Halo, mm-hmm. like that was a sign the game's fucked. We haven't, we've seen a five second teaser of a poster for Dragon Age 4, and there are people are already bailing. It's not a good thing. Do we need Dragon Age 4 in a world where Baldur's Gate 3 exists? We don't, and I think if Anthem has taught us anything, all the real talent from Bioware is gone. Okay, I think we do need a Dragon Age four in a world. I would like where to see it. I would like Baldur's it ex- Gate exists. Yeah, no, like competition is good, and I want more North American RPGs. I like North American RPGs. But the Divinity dudes doing Baldur's Gate, this is gonna be some good shit. Now, Baldur's Gate was isometric, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, but what Divinity the Divinity dudes are doing is is full three D zooming and out, still oh. kind of overhead. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. Um, Nintendo unveiled a bunch of new indies next this week. Uh, Style Shooter Super Hot is available now. Risk of Rain Two will come out soon. Ori and the Blind Forest mm-hmm. will launch September twenty seventh. Have either of you played Risk of Rain Two? Yeah. Mm, no. No. Oh, before um, Remnant, that was my favorite game of the year. That just oh, came out of okay. nowhere and surprised the shit out of me. No, I, I remember you loved it. I love it so much. Yeah, you played the shit out of it. I have. But Ori in the Blind Forest, man, that yeah. is like a game so, of the year um, contender for Xbox, and to have so, it come to no, 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 that's that's the first one. I know, I know, but it was okay, it was yeah, there. It was like one of their heavy hitter, it was absolutely game of the year contenders that year. You should totally play it. It's I think I totally will. <laughs> now there's going to be a visual hit. It's not going to look as good. I got no problem with that. But Ori was like the only indie on like because I remember the Xbox 360 and the X. What was the one after the 360? Uh, one. Oh, okay. So yeah, during the Xbox, <laughs> during the Xbox 360 gen, there were so many Xbox indies I was jealous of. There were yeah. a lot. There were like a half dozen to the point that the indies eventually drove me to buy an Xbox 360. Ori is the only fucking indie <laughs> of this gen that That's I've been jealous of. Microsoft did a bad job this generation. How, do you, how would you compare that to Hollow Knight? Have you played a chance? Uh, I haven't. Well, I haven't played Ori, so I can't okay. compare it. But it's 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 a Metroidvania sort of it, thing. It, it's a Metroidvania. It, it is a Metroidvania, but from what I've seen, Ori is much more about platforming than Hollow Knight was. Okay. Yeah. It look it looks really well animated. Oh yeah, style beautiful as hell. Oh yeah, it's good. And there's actually 
there are a few scripted like chase sequences. I saw those. Yeah, really the, the, fucking the hard. Water but, animation was yes. crazy good. Yeah, yeah. There's some really good stuff in there. Uh, the Hotline Miami collection that's both games is available now. Mm, now this yeah. is, this is my news of the show in terms of like good gaming news as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Blasphemous is out September 10th. So that's what like that two weeks away. Is that just for Switch or is that for everything? That's for everything. That's every platform. That's, that's PS4, Xbox One, PC, Switch. Yeah. Um, so I, I heavily, heavily endorse you going to your internet browser right now. Go to the games of chance.blogspot.com. Scroll down to a post that says three things. It's the second, well, it'll be, yeah, whatever. It was written on Wednesday, August 21st, and there you will find a trailer for a game called Blasphemous. Now, if you're under 18, don't click on it. It's gross. It's gross and stuff possibly, that only... possibly, possibly blasphemous. Yes, that only grown-ups would like. But if you're over 18, you should totally fucking click on it, because that is some gross, dark, gothic, sick-looking shit, and I want in oh, on yeah, it. Oh, yeah, the dude with the giant... Like, that's right, that's that, right, like yeah, the triangle yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what the story with the hat is, but apparently it's full of blood. It's a little too long. It's kind of goofy-looking, but... Uh, it's way too long. Like, it, it, it cuts a very unusual figure. Anyway, I'm hyped for it. Comes out September 10th. Awesome. Uh... So, uh, Thunder Lotus' Spirit Fair confirmed for Switch. That'll be very cool. It'll almost definitely come out after every other platform. And The Witcher 3 will launch October 15th. <laughs> people are all over the map on that Switch board. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Well, just the fact that it exists is impressive as far as Digital Foundry are concerned. Yeah. And, and they're my first and last word on how good a port is. Now, that said, um, it's the full game. It's It's the full game. They, but, they kept the light shafts on a switch. That's crazy. You know, wow. S- Skyrim was also the full game. So was Doom. Yeah, doesn't mean I need to play it on the switch. Yeah, heck, Wolfenstein came out. But you know what? Glasses. If I took Witcher three and I turned the difficulty all the way down, and I played it primarily as an exploration of the story, I think the switch might be an excellent place for it. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the biggest kind of business news in gaming this week, Sony bought Insomniac Games. To which the internet said they didn't yep. already own Insomniac Games. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. They should have, like, I, uh, except for Sunset Overdrive, they might as well have been bought out years ago. Yeah. Yeah, like, they've, they've, the only multi-platform games they've done were Sunset Overdrive and Fuse. Fuse. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, the Uncharted movie lost its director for like the fifth time. Yeah, I'm fine. Apparently they wanted Who cares? they wanted the Spider-Man kid to be fucking Nathan Drake in this. Uh, what? That's what I heard. No. Uh-huh. That's what I heard. They wanted Tom Holland uh-huh. to be Nathan Drake. I know, I agree. It doesn't anyway. make any sense. This is, this okay. is gonna, if it was going to be anything, it was going to have to be a dad movie. Hmm. Right. Like where he's like kind of almost middle aged. So, um, so yeah, it's it's kind of weird that in that Sony didn't already own Insomniac, but keep in mind, we've been bringing up for years that one of the best places to work in the United States, not the best video game developer, but one of the best businesses yeah. to work at in the country is Insomniac Games. Yep. And I don't know what would make an employer like that want to sell themselves. Like, I don't know, like maybe the deal for Spider-Man was bad and they couldn't afford to make their next game or something. That I, doesn't make any sense. That doesn't wash to me at all either. I don't understand it really. But here's what like I... Every, t- every time a company has, has said that, like, we can't afford to, you know, keep our employees after crunch, like, Insomniac has been doing this since 1998. Yeah. Fuck you. Make it work. But here, here's the kicker for me, is earlier this year, Microsoft announced they had purchased Double Fine. Which hasn't put out an excellent game. Um, yeah, apparently, rats. In too in rad. decades, in decades, they haven't put out a, a truly purely excellent game since LucasArts. They have put oh, out. Wow, they wow, have put out. 
they have put out some very good... Okay, I can't call it uniformly excellent. The controls aren't exactly perfect. It's one of my favorite games. I'm not saying it's not a great game. I'm just saying it's yeah. not perfect. So, like, I personally love, love, love Brutal Legend. It is far from a perfect game. No, it, oh it was a mess. God. And financially... It had Jack Black in it. Financially... Okay, I, yeah, we, we have this conversation every time. I still love no, the game. No, it, it was a great game that just, just got lost under just sheer lack of focus. Yes. If you're allowed to hate Kristen Bell... I'm, I'm, I, I'm allowed just, to hate Jack Black. I, as, long yeah. as, as long as you say that it's for a shitty reason, I admitted mine was for a <laughs> shitty reason... It's not for a shitty reason. Hey, Jack Rob Black Thomas, play. Don't, don't then clearly you are overcome with hubris, I, and I, I can't listen to your blind words. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which okay. is actually, frankly, good advice for anybody listening to this podcast. Okay, so anyway. so earlier this year, Microsoft <laughs> basically bought a bunch of studios uh, that hadn't really made uh, a financially successful game in fucking decades. But there's just something um, about them. Ninja Theory was maybe the best studio they bought, but their best game was like. DMC. Uh, was DMC, and that was yeah. half a Capcom game. They yeah. didn't even really work on it, or they, they didn't really even make it. They, they made the story, they made the visuals, they did not make the game design of that game. Um, and Microsoft bought them. So Microsoft bought a ton of shitty little studios like that. And I'm sorry, Double Fine, you know I love you, but you are a shitty studio. <laughs> and, uh, and then Sony didn't. They didn't buy a bunch of shitty studios. They bought Insomniac. <laughs> But before Spider-Man, you didn't have a too high opinion about Insomniac. Okay, I agreed Insomniac had let me down. I agreed Mm -hmm. Insomniac had let me down. I think we can all, we all in fact did agree that Mm -hmm. Insomniac Spider-Man was the best game of 2018. Yes, yes we did. And that studio now exclusively works for PlayStation. The only people who I heard whining about this were the very few fans of Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Which was a good game. And I wonder now if Microsoft owns the publishing rights to Sunset Overdrive or if, like, who has the license? Who has the IP? I I think Insomniac does. I agree. I think it is Insomniac. So I think it's possible to get Sunset Overdrive 2 on PS4. I, I couldn't care less. No, I like, but but now that they're that would piss off so many people. <laughs> now that they've you know now that they've got a corporate oh, overlord. people that bought it. Sure, I bet. No, a lot of people really liked it. Chamberlain liked it. So yeah, it was a good game. It yeah. was a good open world game. A lot of character. Yeah. Um, a Rockstar game codenamed Bonaire has been refused classification in Australia. Hmm. <laughs> Come on, Australia. We don't even it's, know what it it's, is. It's, it's, it's well, the weed thing, probably. No, to me that. I don't know why, but Bonaire reminds me of Bonhomme, which to me sounds like good boy uh, in French. Um, So I wonder wonder if it's Bully. And I can guarantee you, whatever Bully bully 2 is, they're going to refuse classification in Australia. Yeah. 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 My favorite thing about Bully was that everyone was just freaking out about how risque it was. And it's a Columbine simulator, and you never get anything more powerful than a potato launcher. Yeah. No, it was, and not only that, but the, was, the point, tame, the while, while it could be said that your character is a bully, the entire point of bully is beating up the bullies. Like it's, well, it's, no, there's just so many other bullies that are worth your time, and the worst ones are the nerds. Yeah, yeah, but no, it was, it was, it was about, it was about addressing bullying. Bully was not about being a bully; it was about addressing bullying using the tools of a bully. Yeah. I agree, but anyway. <laughs> well, it's like here's the sociopath you might run into. Here's how to deal with them. Like it's, it was a decent life lesson. Okay. Don't listen to those assholes. They will stab you in the back. <clears throat> uh, GameStop laid off nearly half of Game Informer's editorial staff and 100-plus jobs at his corporate headquarters this week. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, Chamberlain has been telling us for years that the writing is on the wall, and uh, 
and GameStop is is going down. And here's the thing: I pretty much agree with them. Mm. Like the physical market is weird, but then just today. There was an article on Kotaku that the guy that – okay, did you watch The Big Short, first of all? Yeah. Yeah, Shit. I heard about that. That dude no, bought up a bunch of GameStop shares. Okay. Okay, so the, there was that massive economic downturn in 2008 as a result of uh, low-interest home loans for Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Housing crash, yep. So there was a guy who predicted the housing crash years before it happened. And he made um, he made untold – Billions of dollars yep. Yep, by yep, betting yep. that it was going to happen. And he's somehow kind of the hero in the movie, and it's weird. Yeah, it's just weird. it's just because he saw that it was coming. Yeah, so, he's so he's still an asshole. Yeah, so he's kind of considered a genius at, at financial mm-hmm. shit. Anyway, so as far as he's concerned, um, GameStop is going to rebound. He has invested heavily, heavily, heavily in, uh, in GameStop. He thinks, and I'm quoting the... Okay, uh, that... Uh, the, he says the retailer's balance sheet is actually in very good shape. He thinks GameStop is currently at its lowest point and that the company will bounce back next year when the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Scarlet, both confirmed to use physical media, start showing up in stores. Well, yeah. <laughs> the streaming narrative dovetailing with the cycle is creating a perfect storm where things look terrible. It looks worse than it really is. Maybe. Now, here's my, okay. here's my position on this. Your rationale... That we're slowly moving towards more and more digital formatting, and GameStop just can't compete in that space at all. Like, it literally can't. It can't can't, sell fucking anything. Um, That is entirely truthy to me. That rings perfectly true. It sounds totally true. But? But here's the thing. No but. I'm not sure anyone is right all the time. No. <laughs> and, and I'm not sure this guy is going to make his money back on GameStop. I don't, I don't either. So I, I haven't walked into GameStop since I got my PS4. Yeah, the like I've GameStop stock price is cyclical. Okay. It goes up when there are hardware releases. It goes down afterwards. It's just how it worked, and it, actually, you could almost. Pick games. You could almost pick stock prices based on giant software releases hmm. when it, everybody still sold things because it, it would literally go up and go down. So yes, of course the stock price is going to go up round about November and December of next year. So everybody buys all that hardware. Fine, but sure, you sell a bazillion units of hardware. How much money does GameStop make off of each unit of hardware? Next to nothing. Nothing. Literally not. Well, not literally nothing, but almost. Nothing. Yeah, they're loss leaders, aren't they? Yeah, they, yes. they make. For the, for they the make... loss leaders for the console manufacturers, for the for GameStop, there's very, very little profit in them. Yeah, GameStop makes the money on the used games. Yes, uh, and used games are almost ceasing to exist mm-hmm. because people ceasing. are buying digital. Yeah, well, I mean, like everyone wants to play games online, and once you have an online connection, why do you want to go to the store instead of like take a couple hours, make some dinner or something, and bam, the game is right there. No yeah. reason beyond my gray-haired need to have something on the shelf. That's all it is: yeah. is our attachment, our generation's attachment to physical attachment, media. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like. Uh, so this this guy is buying in here does not convince me that. Yeah, you know, like he, when I got out over ten years ago, it wasn't the right call. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm worried that he kind of doesn't understand. Well, like, why would he understand video games the same way we I do? I mean, but either way, we're definitely smarter than that guy from The Big Short. If he ends up understanding <laughs> gamers better than we do, wow. No, no, here's what he's going to do. He bought into it now. He's going to sell yeah, all his he's, shit he's sell... in January 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And make a whole ton of money, because what do you need to make money? 
money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I'll take that money, hang on to it for six years, invest it in GameStop just before the next generation. And make sure I put it in the Cayman Islands so I don't have to pay any of those pesky little taxes. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, uh, did anyone watch... Okay, apparently there were like six fucking Death Stranding trailers released this week. Did anyone watch any of them? No, no, because honestly... I'm exhausted. I, I don't care. I really don't. I really don't care about this Kojima game. And oh. I don't know. I just... I don't like Okay, it. I watched a little bit of all of them. Like, I found one video that was all of the videos put together, and I just kind of skipped through it. Mm-hmm. And there was one where Sam is like sleeping in a field on his backpack, and then like an alarm goes off, so he wakes up and he taps the thing on his backpack, which reorganizes itself out from under him into a normal backpack. Yeah. And then he stands up and takes a piss because his piss. There's a button for that. There's a meter. That's right. There's a meter for his piss. And yeah, I saw that. And no matter where you turn the camera, no, you can't see his dick. They program that in that it's impossible to do. Sure. And then like a mushroom grows. Like Yes, a mushroom grew, but the guy didn't pick it, and that really pissed me off. And then I skipped ahead to a scene where they introduce a character called Mama. And as Sam walks into the scene, he looks up at the ceiling, and he notices there's a little spectral baby crawling around on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Now, this spectral baby yeah. floats down into the arms of a beautiful brunette Caucasian woman who catches the baby. And then presses its little invisible head to her breast. She's wearing okay. a shirt. She's yeah, wearing cool. a shirt. And then the yeah. baby stops crying for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then she releases the baby and it floats away and she continues her conversation with Sam. Now, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about because she breastfed a ghost baby. Evil ghost baby, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Not evil ghost baby, just baby born on the other side but they're still attached by the umbilical cord so she can't go anywhere. That's right. That's, you know what? No, that's some funky no. shit. No, no, they're 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 starting no, it's not they're okay. they're starting to get into the uh, you know it's weird it's it's a weird this is this is going to be a head trip. No, it's not just a head trip for me. This is opening the lockers in Metal Gear Solid Two and seeing the girly posters. You know? Oh, is it? Oh, wait, she like? No, she's not. You don't see any nipples. No, she's not. No, okay, there's no. Okay, yeah, okay. there's no, no. We're not dealing with quiet here. No, thankfully. no, but but I am. But I am saying that something feels kind of weirdly exploitive. Male gazy about it? Yeah, male gazy about it, kind of exploitive about it. I don't know how else to put it. I didn't really like it. Oh, oh, oh so the conversation stops when she breastfeeds. I don't, I, I, was, I, I can't recount the precise details of the fucking well, watch. Does it. she stop talking or not? I don't remember. Find it, find it, watch for it yourself and then be weirded yeah, out by Yeah, it. go ahead and be weirded out yourself. Because like, if, if everything stops so you can see this like breastfeeding animation. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's no, it's it's not, okay. I just, either way, I'm telling you, I was the one who watched it and I found it weird. <laughs> I found breastfeeding the invisible phantom infant a bit strange, Alex. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, but the, but the Kojima game where he made up a word is going to be weird. Stranding is, just makes me angry because it means nothing. Well, I've, okay, I'm still, I'm still gonna get it. I'm still gonna get it, unless like the previews are absolutely fucking horrendous, like the the pre-launch kind of impressions are horrible. I'm gonna get it because I want to wander around that world and see what Kojima's got in store for me. I do, I still do, but I will say none of the trailers I've seen lately really... have made me want to play that game. The backpack looks super goofy, and if I have to look at that for the whole game, well, you do, and and his bum as he runs around and uses ladders and peas. Like he's got like he's got this huge backpack and it looks weightless and it doesn't impact his movement at all and it doesn't it, it feels wrong. Magic. That's not how backpacks work. Can we, Phantom backpack. I don't think we know the weight of what he's carrying in there. First of all, well, he could, got, he could be carrying phantom babies, hopes and dreams. That's hopes right. And dreams. He could literally be carting hopes, hopes and dreams around. So but yeah. either way, like just like there's so it's like there's so much stuff on top of that backpack. Like he, like if you 
if you're walking with like just a regular backpacking backpack and you kind of shift over to your side a little bit, you can go over like a tortoise. Yeah. And this this dude should be on his back, baking in the sun, <laughs> <laughs> or being eaten by those things floating yeah. around the sky. Okay, well, I'm 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 going to throw out there that in the game of Phantom Babies connecting the living to the yeah, realm know, of the I know, dead. I know. The physics of the backpack shall not perturb me all too much. Not baby, just, BBs. Just, they had a different name. They're called like BBs. Uh, bridge babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bridge, yeah. bridge babies. I don't know. I it it, it I didn't I did, did not like his last game, and I don't think I'm gonna like this. I liked the last game. I liked the gameplay of the last game. <laughs> I did not like the absence of David Hayter. I thought it was an insult. There wasn't enough. Crazy there was an absence of a snake at all. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. was just. A statue. There's a bunch of other people talking to him, though. Anyway. At him. About stuff that he just didn't give a shit about. Because he wasn't Snake. And sometimes he would just, like, sort of, like, open his mouth silently. Like, he was mute. And it was so weird. (laughs) Uh, Snake used to talk all the fucking time. He did. He would not shut up. He would not shut the fuck up about smoking. Um, (laughs) Well, anyway, listener, if you're ultra-hyped for Death Stranding, an art book, an art of Death Stranding book will be available in November and is up for pre-order now. Uh, I have not ordered it. Uh, Microsoft contractors listen to Xbox owners in their homes. Screamed a headline this week. Did you guys read that article? Yeah, what? honestly, it's no different than like Alexa or any other smart device. Yeah, it's it's. Well, you, you know, is it bad? The, yes. Is it unexpected? No. I mean, did you hear about the guy in the UK that did not own an Alexa and asked like Amazon for all the information they had on him, and they gave him the voice files with his name on it from his neighbor's Alexa? <laughs> yeah. Woo! That's, yeah. that's, that's spicy. So, right so I'm, I'm, pre- I'm prepared to guess that he heard some less than flattering things about it from his neighbors talking about him? No, no, like when he was over there, oh. he heard his voice and recorded it and knew it was him. Wow. Yep. Yep. Honestly, I don't care about any of this. It doesn't bother me because, you know what? Big so, Brother's so, already here. Yeah, no, so Google knows. So I get targeted ads. Everything. I don't care. Yeah, but at the same time, are we not the frogs in the bathwater? Or the frogs in the boiling water? Yeah, we are. Like, things are boiling, and we just can't feel it because we're used to it. Yeah, but here's the thing. People on top like to go to restaurants and parks and be outside, and we can keep them from doing that, even if it means a little tear gas. Mm -hmm. It always works, eventually. And eventually, well, guillotines are cheap. Sure. <laughs> well, if, th- if there's going to be a violent revolution, it'll definitely be in your country. Uh, yeah. No, it won't. We're way too lazy for that. Not, um, no. Man, did you see, did you, you, see you don't, you don't need videos? to be an athlete to pull a trigger. No. Mm. Uh, did you see the Hong Kong videos where, like, they see the, um, they're ready for the uh, tear gas canisters with duct tape and uh, traffic cones? Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, those, pro- those, good... those Hong Kong protesters seem bad fucking ass to me, man. Yeah, oh, man. did you see, like, the traffic circle thing they did? I did not. They shut down all traffic in Hong Kong for six hours just by going around in a circle. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. They're badass, man. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to show up a 15-minute edit of the gameplay that was shown to journalists at Gamescom this week, but they'll put out the gameplay next week. Hmm. Yeah. All right. And there's going to be a One Punch Man game. <clears throat> yeah, it's I a fighting game, it's kinda, isn't it? It's kind of cute. Okay. Now, yes, it's a, it's a 1v1 fighting game. Now, <laughs> I I suspect neither of you have watched the anime One Punch no, Man. No, no. I, I watched... I've seen, I've seen enough of it. It's, it's yeah. funny. 
I, I've seen some of the like it's part of the first episode and, and a lot of like little clip shows of it because yes. the fights are pretty cool. I saw his um, workout routine. That was fun. The, the fights, yeah. the fights are pretty cool actually. Action One Punch Man is really good. But the 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 gist of One Punch Man is that he's actually he, he's not rated. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. But it turns out he's actually the greatest superhero on Earth and can fell any enemy with a single punch. So One Punch Man the game does not have you playing as that guy. <laughs> Because <laughs> that would be yeah. a very short fight. So what you play as is you play as whatever other hero is trying to stall the bad guy while you wait for that guy to show up. Yeah, and the better you do, the faster he comes. And the better you do, the faster he comes, and then finally he just shows up, the match is over, he punches the guy once. <laughs> That's the yeah, I, 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 the health bar is just a video of Saitama running to you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That actually it's, sounds it's really awesome. Cute. Well, really no, it's 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 a neat idea. It's a neat idea. Yeah, I don't know but, if it what well, game will hold up. But yeah, I it's like I don't know if you can make a whole game around that joke. But um, but I worry that on Twitch for a week. I bet I worry about the price of this because I don't know if I brought it up. But you know that Kill the Kill game that came out oh, not it's too fighting long ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't get great reviews, but that's fine. But you know what it costs? What? It's a full <laughs> price game. Oh, oh fuck! No. It is a full price fucking game. You gotta be fuck kidding me! See, there me. is a place for novelty fighting games that are cheap, like uh, and Dive it's Kick. 40, 40 bucks, twenty bucks for Dive Kick. Max. Twenty bucks for Dive and Kick. There's also say, that Power Rangers 10. game. The Power Rangers game that's actually pretty good. There's a Power Rangers like something the grid, like Command the Grid or something like Was that. Tied in with it, the movie? No. It's just some guys got no. the license, and they they basically they made Marvel vs. Capcom two, but with you know Power Rangers license, twenty dollar yeah. game. It's supposed to be great if you like you know tag three v three fighters. You know, I bet they could have got Brian Cranston if they wanted to. <laughs> um, but no, there, there is a place for novelty fighting games as long as they're cheap. Yeah, and this was not. And this sounds like it should be there. Yeah, and Speaking I, I would have bought it if it was because I love Killer Kill. Yeah. Speaking of things that cost money, the rest of Mortal Kombat's Come um, combat oh, pack yeah, has been yeah. revealed. Yeah, well, it was a leak first this week, though, right? It was leaked, but well, it was leaked, but then what we thought with what we thought we were getting is not what we're getting. So, uh, so Sindel, right? Yeah, they released it. So Shang Tsung and Nightwolf, we already knew about Sindel yeah. mm-hmm. for the other Mortal Kombat one. Now for the guest characters, Spawn, which we knew about T one thousand. No, what T eight hundred? Oh yeah, okay. oh, yeah. It's yeah, Arnold. It's, it's old man yeah. Arnold from good. the most recent movie. He looks really good, and he's going to fit just fine. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, we're getting Ash, right? Because we thought we're, everybody thought we're getting Ash from Evil Dead. No, it's it's the Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he looks awful. He, he looks yeah, it, weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it looks like the best designs were taken by the, not the infamous games, the uh, Injustice. Injustice games. And like, what, yeah. else, what do you got left? Uh, yeah. This. What you got left is don't use that character. Yeah. Um, yeah, but why wouldn't so, they just use the basic design they had in Injustice? I have no idea. Why not? Yeah. So what's most interesting about these things are the dates. Okay. They, 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 all the dates are announced too, in the order. So Shang Tsung and Nightwolf are out now. Okay. The T-800, October 8th. Okay. Oh, Sindel. It, it, it's Arkham's uh, Joker in his 20s. Uh, I don't like young Joker. Yeah, I know. I don't like it either, but that's what they did. Yeah. Sindel, November 26th. Joker, January 28th. Wow. Spawn, March 17th. Wow. It's a long ways. Yes, it is. Now, two theories behind this. One is NRS has decided to not murder its employees mm. and let them go home on weekends. The other theory is that this schedule is not up to 
Nether Realms, and that they're beholden to some Warner Brothers scheduling where they're trying to tie in these character releases with other things that are happening. Mm. I think it's a little bit of both because, you know, I'm fine with people not working themselves to death. I have not purchased a combat pack yet because I didn't really care about Shanks or Nightwolf. But Arnold looks Nightwolf? pretty fucking cool. I don't really like Nightwolf. Aww. But the T-800 looks pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see how he fights. And maybe I'll buy the combat pick, pack yeah, for I that. Like I want to see I want to see how Spawn's cloak looks. I just yeah, want to watch yeah. it. I was a little disappointed. Well, I mean, you, you just got like a silhouette of him, but yeah. he has the cape, which is the important part. Well, but we're not, we're not going to see... I would have hoped for like something a little weirder, more ethereal, but they're just like, I no, didn't even. Okay, hang on. There's a screenshot of it. Yeah, Spon- it's it's yeah. There's a trailer of what they release, and it's it's oh. basically just like headshots of these guys and them walking towards the camera. Well, yeah, what I there's, saw was the headshot. There's zero gameplay. There's zero gameplay. But I mean, with the with the exception of the Joker, they all look pretty good. Spawn's got. It doesn't look like it, Spawn doesn't look like like spandex. It looks like his kind of like weird like marvelly skin kind of stuff. So. It, it's it's. That's that's fine. That's fine. It looks like Spawn. Yeah. So. T-800 looks amazing. Arnold approved. Yeah. Yeah, the T-800 looks really good. And I love that it's actually Arnold. Yeah, I mean, I bet he loved to do it. I hope they got his voice, too. I mean, that that would be cool. They've they've got his likeness. He sat in a chair and got modeled for this. Yeah. I don't know. You you could pick up an action figure and kind of get close enough. I I, I hope there are moves named after, like, the lines from the Terminator, like, I'll be back (laughs) or or, or get out. I want want a command throw called get out where he just chucks you from one side of the screen to the other one. (laughs) Or no, and then, awesome. or, or like uh, you know, like one of those uh, one of those punishing moves where he, he shoots you in both kneecaps, and it's called he'll live. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. His fatality is come with me, psych, bam. <laughs> <laughs> no fatality. I hope one of the fatalities is like the um, the grenade launcher shot when he hits the T one thousand and he gets blown up and he's like hanging sideways. Oh, that'd be so gross. No, 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 no. He punches through their skull. And when it comes out the other end, it's a thumbs up. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> See, this is a good character. This he works. One, yeah. he, he, does. Does work. he does work. Yeah. So. Do they have different skins for the characters? They do, and we're, one of the hopes is that they're going to get a young Arnold skin, too. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Or wait, wait, wait. What if they got, what's his face? And like, there's a T1, T1100? What's the liquid metal one guy? Uh, Robert 1, Patrick. Yeah, there, there's, maybe there's Robert Patrick deals. Yeah. yeah, but that would be a whole different fighting style. I'm, yeah, I'm, right. This T800, he's going to feel heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to have like armored moves and to move slowly and just like hit you twice and you're dead. Whereas the 1000 would be faster. So, I don't know. I've been it, thinking it, about it's... growing V. Do you think <laughs> there's money in that, right? <laughs> Certainly if you're white. Yeah. boom. Racist. So. A little, little bit. Little, little no, no. Bit. Like, have you seen those like videos from the 70s of him just, just chowing down on a joint where he just, just leans back in a chair and just blows out like a. Three human, regular humans, lungfuls of smoke. <laughs> Dude, li- dude's liked his weed for a long time. So, um, in four days, new Dave, Ch- new Dave Chappelle. Yeah. yeah, that was a weird dress shirt he was wearing. When I say dress shirt, I mean it's a shirt that's long enough to be a dress. Hey, that was right, a go thing he was wearing. Like it goes, I just it love goes the down fact. to his ankles. But no, he looks great. He's Buff. I I just love the fact that they got Morgan Freeman to narrate that trailer. Well, he, Morgan yeah, Freeman Morgan has Freeman curse. Morgan Freeman has been doing the intros for all of his Netflix specials. Has he? I, yes. I didn't I didn't remember that. Okay, okay. I'd like to think they hang. <laughs> it's kind of. Dave I don't know. That, that sure doesn't bug me. 
But no, no like he's no, buff. I... He's buff as shit. I love how he, I love how fucking fit he is lately. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I've I've watched all the other four like probably twenty times each. That that story where he winds up at the same party as his son is so fucking good. Mm. No, I I don't think that was a true story though. I don't think so either. But it was funny as hell. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's true. Do you laugh? Yes. Yeah. Then yeah. Good to go. That's or like fine. when he's like going to vote. And it's like, you're going to vote against Trump, aren't you? I'm like, man, Trump's helping me out. Trump's going to fuck you over. Yeah. Man, you are poor. <laughs> he's he's fighting for me. Yeah, no. well, that was the I was like, kids, here's what we do when the white people come. Okay. <laughs> he has a plan. Right. I got to go. There are things he can see that we can't say, so we'll, we'll leave that at the end there. Yeah, All right. Yeah. That's it for Night Chance. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. Alex, thank you for talking. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Yeah.